Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of the Bloody Brilliant Podcast. It is I, Jamie, as always, joined with Emma. I'm pointing in the wrong direction there. <laughs> there you go, it's Emma. Hello, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you, Jamie? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm just noticing you've got um, a little pinhead t-shirt on. Yeah. I'm just there uh, sporting a tank top with burnt shoulders, so... I try and keep it horror related in some sort of fashion, if not edgy. If well, I'm sense. I'm burnt, so does that not count as horror? <laughs> the sun is horror. Don't mess with there you it. go. I, I go with my background. I've got my um, eye zombie and Pennywise, the dancing clown, in the background. So that's my horror for this week. Yeah. But <laughs> with this one. We were just having a little discussion today, as I'm sure hopefully you are all aware. If you haven't seen, uh, we have got on Instagram a little story section. I don't know how it works. Emma's the one who set all of that up, where it tells you our schedule of what we're doing each week. Um, So fortnightly, we'll be doing a new episode. This week is just us discussing some horror. Um, This week, we'll be looking at horror TV shows and our introduction to horror TV. Horror TV shows that we've enjoyed over the past and maybe some that we would like to see down the line as well so and then you can join us next week where we will be discussing which i'm sure emma is very excited for happy death day yeah yeah uh, I, i'm curious to why you why you've never watched it then i think no I, we won't get into it too much i just kind <laughs> of i think i've got into my head about it that i'm not gonna like it and i don't know why but i've got it in my head i'm not gonna like it and then now I've just always been like, nah, I don't like that, even though I've never watched it. So it might be that I'm like, yeah, yeah and then we get to that point and I'm actually like, no, actually it was really good. Because I like films, simil- like, simil- like similar films to it. I don't know. It's the Groundhog Day situation thing that gets me. But anyway, that's another week's. This week's is TV shows. Yeah. But just quickly, when you talk about Groundhog Day, there are so many great Groundhog Day films Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow, and then you've also got Palm Springs, which is my film of the year last year. Uh, you haven't okay. that's amazing. I haven't seen it so, yet, no. There are some really great films that uh, do follow that trope. And Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise, so there you go. Uh, Got to get Tom Cruise in there, haven't we? We should start that as like a rolling thing of all the times you mentioned the Tom, Tom Cruise. Counter. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good job. I'm pretty sure you've seen Interview with a Vampire, haven't you? I have. That is one of damn the very it, few... Damn it, fair enough. Right. I was going to say, we're going to put that Cruise. on the list at some point. Tom Cruise films that I have seen, yeah, one of the very few. It's the only horror film he's done, so... Fair That's probably enough. why it's the only one I've seen. Exactly. <laughs> but, well, I mean, he's a great big movie star. Anyway, he's not going to do TV, so let's stop talking about Tom Cruise. We're here <laughs> to talk about horror TV shows. When we were discussing four weeks ago of our introductions to horror, I know you mentioned your introduction to horror was actually a TV show. Yes, so, it was. I mean, is, is it going to be the exact same answer again? What is your first introduction to horror? What are your early memories? So, slightly off... So I wanted to talk about it last time we spoke about our introductions to horror because it kind of came hand in hand with um, Buffy, but it, I'm not going to talk about Buffy at this instance. I'm going to talk about Most Haunted. Um, so my mum was really into like Most Haunted when I was younger. Again, this is kind of coming back to my mum's TV habits is how I got influenced. But, um, yeah, anything like, you know, anything like that where it's like, um, investigating, um, you know, event fielding, it's so obviously fake for the most part. Now you look back on it, most of these, most of these TV shows kind of grasp at straws of what is and isn't real. Um, and what's like trick of the light and all that sort of stuff. But, um, that, that was the, uh, that was like my earliest memory of anything that was like horror related. That wasn't something that I chose to sit and watch. If that makes sense, I think that was kind of one of those ones that I was like, nah, not really fussed so, about this. <laughs> I, I think I think everybody, uh, especially with our UK listeners, has probably watched Most Haunted. If you haven't watched it, because I'm pretty sure somebody's seen Derek Akora call somebody. If, I, I I can't remember. There's so many Derek Akora memes out there where it's just basically possessed going, ah, bleh, 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 bleh. and I can't yeah. remember the most famous one calling someone a bitch or something. But, um... <laughs> that does sound about right. I think yeah. the uh, the US equivalent is like Ghost Adventures with uh, Zach Baggins, I believe that's right. So that essentially that, but in British castles with a woman that screams at everything 
and a, a, a medium rather than just people investigating there is like an actual medium there actual medium yes <laughs> and i think because for most people uh, that know you know that you've worked at the pleasure beach well so that's even more exciting when they did an episode at the pleasure beach does that mean you've never gone on the ghost train or you make you want to go on it more so the ghost train's actually one of my favorite rides ever and i uh, i i love it again it's it's kind of that thing of um it's it's like campy horror but also like at the same time there is that like element of oh it's haunted because you do get when you work in places that are old like like you know theme parks and things like that there is always going to be some sort of like Oh, have you heard such a place is haunted? I think everybody has those stories from where they work, um, especially like I said when they're old buildings. But um, yeah, I just it just made me like like it even more. I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I know a lot of people have watched. I know I watched. I watched a few of them. They used to do like most haunted live and stuff, didn't they? I remember all yeah. that kind of stuff on living TV when that was a thing. Yep. Oof, we're going some back some years now, aren't we? <laughs> Uh, it was great. I, I was going to say probably it would be one of my earlier memories because I, I think everybody, I mean, if you haven't watched it, I don't understand why you haven't watched it, but like everybody watched Most Haunted. Yeah, um, when you were like channel flicking, it was just one of the ones that you always ended up on at some point. Yeah, and I think similar to that as well, I know it's going on to scripted television now, but I'm surprised. I thought you probably would have said, I don't know if you count it as horror. I know a lot of people do. But X-Files, I've never watched X-Files. So I haven't either. But I, that's, I mean, that's fine. I feel better that you haven't watched it either. Maybe that's I what want... we should do. We'll, we'll, we'll take a month off and just watch all nine <laughs> series, 11 series of X-Files. I mean, I wouldn't complain. But I feel, I think the thing that always put me off X-Files, and I feel like this is an unpopular opinion. I don't... Unpopular opinion time. Unpopular opinion time. I don't gravitate towards sci-fi horror very often because i don't think space like that just doesn't interest me so it doesn't i don't find that as viable horror in my eyes there's some that i understand i get but yeah like your t-shirt i'm pretty sure that's supernatural well it is no sci-fi so like space so supernatural yeah obviously but like yeah space doesn't really like call to me as much as Every, like, and, and a lot of people are like, well, don't you like Alien? And I'm like, it's okay. And that's what gets me the unpopular opinion of, oh my God, what do you mean? And I feel like X-Files kind of falls into that. It's I kind agree of with way. Alien. Like, <gasps> uh, <gasps> I, I watched it on the uh, the 24-hour marathon that I did last year. Yeah. Because, again, it's one of those I haven't watched in a long time. So, that, you know, everyone says it's the greatest horror ever. When we did our greatest movie ever... One spoilers if you haven't listened yet. I'm pretty sure it won the seventies, but um, because I know you you're still catching up. I'm sure, but um, you have so many different podcasts to catch <laughs> up with, my friend. I yeah, yeah. I am catching up. <laughs> That's why I, I gotta keep busy. But um, <laughs> so with I what I'll say now. Um, with Alien, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll rewatch it. And it was kind of like that and the thing. I was like, eh, fair enough. I like the thing. I like the thing more personally but I, I yeah i think it was because of the 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 isolation of the like it was on planet earth the isolation with the thing rather than it being in space i think that's what kind of made me like in it more space yeah, i don't even really like jaws either <laughs> so it doesn't really just bringing out all the unpopular opinions here. i know don't like jaws don't like it don't like x files subscribe now i never said i didn't like x files i agreed with you that i would want to watch it but it, it wasn't one of those ones that came on my tv in my household unfortunately no i think growing up for me watching tv i remember the adverts vividly on itv2 when scary got sexy as it was advertised scary just got sexy because you had two handsome guys at, for people that can't see me i am air quoting here uh, <laughs> of jensen ackles and jared padalecki obviously the longest running like supernatural tv show ever in supernatural which finished last year 15 years i mean that's half of my age so you know 
we talk about early memories, there you go. So yeah. I remember, like I said, I remember he had Hot Time, Summer in the City. That song was all the adverts for ITV2 back in the day, and it had Scary Just Got Sexy, and it had all, like, the, the woman in white, like, jumping off the bridge and stuff and Supernatural. And that was probably... What I can think of, the first proper horror TV show that I watched, um, and then later on, I watched earlier ones, like, I've got Alfred Hitchcock Presents, if you count that as a horror, it's kind of more suspenseful thriller, and then, I haven't watched them all, but I do have them, by some means, Freddy's Nightmares, do you ever watch Freddy's Nightmares? No. As in... Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I get. I understand. I've heard of it. I understand the. Pre- I've never seen it. You always have the most obscure things, like like. Yeah. Yeah, you just it's, it's, it's part of your collection. I appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. But it's um, <laughs> it's it's basically tales of the crypt to a degree. It's basically okay, fair enough. different different stories, but mm-hmm. Robert England is Freddy Krueger hosting the night, like Elvira kind of thing. Just like here are some stories. Uh, it's just Freddie just doing that, and then there's all different stories. Freddie's not even in it; he's just hosting it. But it's just weird horror stories. I thought this morning that I had picked up my Elvira T-shirt because it has like the top bit that's like faded like this, and it wasn't. And I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna have to deal with it now." But I would have been on theme <laughs> with that as well. Imagine on theme. I, think, I had no idea who this woman was, by the way. Like I was watching know- that. In, in Search of Darkness thing, in the Salvera Pest. I've seen her face, but I have no idea who she was. Is that, oh, is that what she does? You, oh, so just for context, that In Search of Darkness was like, what, last year, this year? The two, one was, or was it the year before? 2018 and then 2020. Okay. So still, yeah. still, we're talking about this this time, you're, you're at, and you've only just heard, I've, I've seen her. I've seen okay. the woman with the big breath in black. Well, I guess if you've seen Simpsons, you kind of already understand the concept of Elvira because they have their own version in Booberella. Yeah, I just did, I had no idea who she was. Like, I, I knew of her, but I was like, oh, like, I knew she was, like, Mistress of Darkness or whatever. But I had no idea it was just her, kind of similar to Freddy's Nightmares, if, if I'm right. It's just her yeah. hosting scary stories, like Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Yeah, pretty much. It was It was, like, small cable like tv that she used to do and they were just like we just need someone that looks appealing to sort of be the bumper in between the two the episodes and that's where like it was born from um i realize now that we're talking about um you know our early introductions to horror through tv and i thought of one just then and i can't believe i didn't even think of it before treehouse of horror episodes in the simpsons like yeah. even before you're old enough to be watching things like like Most Haunted and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you've probably seen a Treehouse of Horror episode. The best mm. episodes, personally. Exactly. You got you got Willie the Groundskeeper as Freddy Krueger. You've got Great. Smarch. Do you remember Smarch? I'm pretty sure there's an episode and on the calendar they've got it's the that episode. March. Yeah, exactly. It's that... <laughs> that, that's the one I remember the most. Stupid Smarch weather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, definitely first first memories would probably be Simpsons. Yeah, but I think I think again this is one of those things of horror written into the into the mainstream. A lot of people say that they don't like horror, they can't stand it, but they don't realise that they're actually consuming horror to an extent through these like these these mainstream medias, and the, you know they don't think mm-hmm. of it as scary because it isn't necessarily portrayed as scary in those situations because it's supposed to be a joke for the most part with the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. I feel like interesting. With it being cartoons and stuff, that makes it a little bit better. Is there a, is there a cartoon horror? I'm trying to think now. Well, a, um, language kind of you want to. Dis- it, there's anime horror, which is um, obviously like Japanese like centric horror. So I I would count that as well. But um, animated horror off the top of my head, can't think of anything um, other than obviously any Scooby Doo kind of. <laughs> Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, supernatural. There you go. We love yeah. Scooby Doo. Oh my god, yes, that crossover. Never the Scooby Natural crossover. Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. that's great. But I'm still like Scooby Doo the movies as well, and then obviously the Scooby Doo. Where are you? Like, I'm sure, surely they count. There's ghosts. Yeah. yeah Old Man they... Carruthers is unmasked. <laughs> 
yeah, that was kind of one of the things. That was, it was always unmasking, wasn't it? There was, there was always a resolution to it, which I guess is good kind of way, because then the kids are just not getting too scared, I guess. But because nothing the ever... monsters aren't real. Exactly. And nothing like that ever really scared me as I was younger. I think... I, I don't even... I can't even think off the top of my head what scared me when I was younger. Probably public speaking more than anything. <laughs> so... Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> so it's like... Uh, I think that's... I think horror has never really been too scary for me. I'd actually got more scared of stuff as I got older, to be completely honest with you. That kind of segues nice into our next part of the thing rather than our mem early memories. <laughs> yeah, I just... I just want to ask, like, you said that you get scared more now as you're older. I have one thing that I absolutely hate in horror movies. I don't know why it's a hate like that. <laughs> uh, what, what I hate in horror movies, what is your main vice that you hate to see? Like, you can't you can't look at... Like, I, can, I can withstand a lot of stuff. There's one thing I can't. I think I know yours, but I'm not going to say it until you say it, because I think I know it. But I have two, and literally... It comes up so often in my actual general life that people who who know me and listen to this will probably be like, I don't know what she's going to say. Broken bones going through skin. I don't care if the limb's gone and you can see the bone, but it's if the limb's broken and the, the, the bone's out. Can't deal with that. And simply worse than that, <gasps> needles. Taking blood... Or ripping out IVs. That action there, just alone, just... No, I can't deal with it. And it, I pass out when I get blood taken. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't deal with it. And again, there's going to be that thing of, well, you watch horror films and you watch all these people getting chopped up and all this. Are you covered in tattoos and piercings? Yeah, that doesn't... That's not the context. I just can't <laughs> deal with needles. What's yours? I, I thought you loved Saw too. I do. That is the worst trap. Give me every single trap. Oh, it's making my tummy do somersaults. It's making my tummy do somersaults. That the pit is the you. I would rather be put in any other. I would rather be put in any other. Throw me in a pit of needles, and I'll just just lie there. Pass away. I will pass away right there and then. Mm -mm. No. Uh... <laughs> I'm quite lucky. I don't think there has been a trap for mine in Saw, which is why I love it. Um, but it's my, it's eyes. I hate stuff to do with eyes. So I knew yours was eyes, and I'm thinking when you said then that there's not a trap, there was technically a trap, but it never succeeded. Never. So right in the beginning, there's one. Where I, I think there was the, sh like... the shotgun to the eye at one point. That was kind of more That's... to the face, but that's yeah, that too. That's a number two. I think it's it's either beginning of two or in the middle of one, or maybe three. Anyway, it's one of the beginning traps, and the guy's in the room with all the lock combinations, and he's got. Is it that one? He has to cut. He has to cut it out of his eye to get the key. Yeah, that it's one. one. Is that number one? I might have combined two traps there, but yes, the v the Venus five trap Wait. one. I'm thinking. I combined thinking... two traps there. I combined two traps there. Ignore me. This, the first trap I was trying to describe is the one where the guy's covered in flammable liquid and he's trying to find the combination to to get in the thing. But, I, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that, I, I'm pretty sure it's not number one now, just thinking of it, because that's Amanda's where she has to, like, cut into it to get the key. That's what I was thinking of. She has to cut into the guy's chest to get the key. Literally, I'm pretty sure it's number four because it's in Scary Movie 4. Right. I'm pretty sure it's in Scary Movie 4 that they have to cut behind the eye to get it, and that's based off saw four right okay so Maybe. but regardless there's there's a hint at eyes but um i guess you've not seen, i was gonna say i guess you've not seen would you rather then with no Brittany i mean Snow. the picture is literally yeah there's a bit she'd let, take a razor right across the exactly that whole film is very but it, it, it builds you with anxiety, and then the payoff is just no. I don't want to ruin it if you ever do choose to watch it. But the worst no. part is because as a um, a script writing student, I had to do a um. We did it in first year and last year, 
so it was 2016 2019 and it's a really early french film that was released in like 1917 i, I don't want to know the title of it i book it out of my mind but basically it's just loads of random shots and all of a sudden there's a guy there with a paper and just slits his eye and it's like uh obviously it's like fake and stuff and then and then the next time it goes to something else and goes back and it's just goosing it's like uh, it's it's awful and then i was like and then in my third year we were watching this film it's like yeah sure i'll watch it and also it's like i know what's happening now it's like all because i blocked it out and it was like i've seen this before i'm sure we have oh shit, it's this <laughs> and i was like nope you nope, blocked then, it from your memory like i can't go through this again <laughs> And then that that's like in the 19th century French film. It's its ridiculous. The French are always breaking boundaries, that sort of stuff, though. The bastards. <laughs> they are. Sorry, French listeners, but that film, if anyone wants to tell me the name of that film, please don't. Please <laughs> don't. Uh, <laughs> um, but there was one in Hostel, which is why I've never watched Hostel in full as well. There's yeah, a bit I where they get one. a fire poker and, like, burn the eye and it pops yeah they they get blowtorch to a face yeah it's very very <laughs> you like maybe we should go off this topic because we're both getting kind of like <laughs> we're getting like oh my god the whole episode of trying to make the other person throw up first no don't no 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 <laughs> but, no no I mean, no no it was a nice segue before and then we went off topic but we yeah are because you were talking about needles and stuff and like abstracting blood and i thought well isn't that just a great segue for my favorite tv show <laughs> because what he does if you've never seen it is he only kills bad people like serial killers child molesters this kind of thing and then as part of his rituals to keep a trophy he then makes a cut along the cheek and then takes the blood and keeps them in blood slides have you seen Dexter? No, I haven't. You've never seen I've never seen I know. I'm gonna have to hand him a friendship card. I know. It's illegal. I just I never got round to it. And I am really, really bad. And we're probably gonna if we ever talk about TV shows in general, not even just horror ones, if there is too many seasons and I'm late to the party, I ain't even getting involved. I, I can't deal with it. It's only ninety six episodes. It's only like twelve episodes a season, Dexter. So the way that you said that that's 96 episodes that straight away i'm like i ain't got time for that that's i think we're gonna do x files there's like 11 seasons exactly of so this is another thing of why i've never watched x files because i have to start from the beginning and even then i can't yeah it's if it how old how long's an episode like 40 minutes 45 minutes yeah right okay 45 minutes call it an hour whatever round it up for an hour that's 96 hours of my life. I ain't going back again. What about if I don't like it? Like if it? I don't... You will love it. it is but if I don't like it as well, ever I, made. I have to finish it. I have to finish it. It might take me forever. The only problem with Dexter, which I'm sure basically most of, if not half of the population would agree with me, is it's probably one of the worst finales ever to any TV show because it was awful. Oh, I don't know, because I hear things about Lost, and I'm literally about five episodes from finishing Lost, because I've never watched it before. I'm not ever going to look at any like spoilers or anything like that if anyone ever comments on these videos. Because we have to move <laughs> the island. We, well, I've got past that bit, so that's not spoiled. But I've heard that the ending's not great. And if, it, if you tell me ending. that with, like... Don't tell me then, and don't tell me. I've gone these many years I, I, without I'll knowing the ending. Screen. No! <laughs> I'm gonna like exit out of this real quick. <laughs> like, no. So she again, actually did Dexter. exit. You actually just broke up. Then it was like she just froze. I was like, oh, she actually has left. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's, that's it. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm leaving. Um, but yeah, so it's the same sort of premise with Dexter. I, I was too late to the party every time with Dexter, and I just and the other thing as well is that like I wouldn't be able to watch it. On, like I wouldn't have the means to watch it like I'd have to do it online and I just I'm too lazy for that too lazy yeah. <laughs> for, for anyone in the UK that does want to watch it I'm currently re-watching it at the moment um with my girlfriend we are on series three now um and it's on sky so you can watch yeah. it via sky atlantic so I don't have sky so it's one of those things like I feel unless and, and even then I've only just recently got amazon like 
continue consistently. Yeah. So when I was younger and this was going on like in its peak, I had to do. I'd have to watch stuff like this through streaming services, and it's not always great. Quality isn't always great. I want to say I'm pretty sure it used to be on Netflix back in the day before the whole HBO and Sky deal came about. And then obviously everything now HBO wise is on Sky Atlantic. But I'm sure like back in the day it used to be on Netflix a little bit. But like I said, season four of Dexter is hands down the greatest season of any TV show ever made. Oh, that's that's a, that's a bold statement. It's a fact. <laughs> Not a bold statement, it's a fact. <laughs> Anybody that has watched Dexter will probably agree with me. Like the ending. The season. I'm obviously not going to spoil it for obviously. anybody, but the ending to that season is, is phenomenal. The whole season. John Lithgow is in that season as well, and he's amazing in it. Exactly. And uh, it's just amazing. Like I said, I'm re-watching. I can't wait to get back up to, to Series 4. I, I do agree it's slightly that goes down a little bit, but there's so many great moments within the series. And Series 1 and 2 holds it up to be one of the greatest TV shows ever made. And that's why it's my favourite horror tv show i do have a second place one as well well i want you to tell me more than one because i have a few i have like my main favorite but there's others that i want to talk about but i don't think i'll be able to get yeah it's lucky i'm prepared then because it's bates motel (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so bates motel have you have you watched bates motel emma you're gonna say no now this is on netflix so (laughs) you have have no reason i know it's on netflix and to be honest it's on my list it is it's it's there it's waiting for me i just it's getting the time it's getting the time to sit and put it on because i watch a lot of tv with uh with my boyfriend and he's not as massively into horror as i am so i have to kind of like uh, if we're watching tv together it has to be on his terms if we watch horror i'd have to ask you know cool can we please? Can, can we please? Yeah, and I get to choose. I get to choose a lot, so you know I have to, you know, give and take. TV shows are more his choices. Films are mine. But Bates Motel, for anyone that doesn't know, judging by the name, it's the Bates Motel, which is made famous in the nineteen sixty movie Alfred Hitchcock Psycho, and it follows Norman. Uh, Norman Bates and his mother Norma Bates, who you don't really see in the film, besides skeleton it's not a spoiler it's been out 61 years yeah and uh, basically their relationship and uh, i'm pretty sure there's only five seasons uh could be six i'm pretty sure it's five and then in the fifth season kind of leads up to psycho there is the shower scene from psycho in bates motel and rihanna plays marion crane what a exactly random- <laughs> what? That's so strange. I'm not. I'm, you know. I mean. Oh, yeah. Great. I love Rihanna. I love Rihanna. Rihanna's. But yeah, so good strange. At acting as well. So that's such a random. I guess it's of the time as well. Just to yeah. have like someone like Rihanna in that. Um. Why? But, why do you like it so much? Why? I mean, mm. for, for I want to say like I I absolutely like Psycho is one of my favorite films ever made. So kind of a little bit apprehensive about going into. A TV show based off of a film that I love so much. Similar to like Scream, like the Scream mm-hmm. TV show is okay. Like it's nothing special. It would never come close to the film. Yeah. Bates Motel does come close to the film. It is that good. Freddie Highmore as Norman Bates is is basically a young Annie Perkins. I don't I don't know. Like he he plays the role of Norman Bates to perfection. Like he has the stare. He's got the look. He's got the mannerisms, like he plays the role phenomenally. And he's British, so yay. Go Brits. Um <laughs> We love the... some representation, even if it's American <laughs> Exactly. And Vera Farmiga as Norma Bates is amazing as well. <gasps> like Vera Farmiga. I, I love her so much. Bates. Anyway. Yeah. But in general, it's just so, so good because I mean go on. I was just gonna say, I think the con- I don't know how you make five seasons out of it. That's the only thing that I'm a bit like, I don't know what, is there too much filler? That These are the kind of things that kind of puts me off. Yeah. But 
No, I understand what you mean. Um, I think the only thing that put me off a little bit was they introduced a half-brother. But, I mean, like, Norman yeah. Bates' um, like, backstory wasn't really told within the Psycho films. And then Psycho 2 or 3. I haven't seen Psycho 4 uh, at the beginning, but I'm pretty sure it might tell you something that. But they created this character um, for the TV show. But... Basically, it shows him as a teenager joining school, and then he has these urges that he wants to kill. And then, basically, the end of season one, he kills somebody, blah, 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 blah. Um, Like, somebody, like, big. Shall we say, like, a main character kind of thing, like, somebody dies. Uh, I think he kills, like, one other person in the series, maybe, in season one. I can't remember. Uh, It's been ages since I've watched it. And then then he's, um, like I said, he's it's the progression of him changing i think that that's what makes like him playing the role of mother is amazing like he starts dressing in vera farmiga's clothes and his norma Bates and starts having the mannerisms of norma and he's like you just see the deterioration of his character and it's more about the characters around him as well because it builds the universe you've got nesta carbonell as one of the sheriffs in there like i said vera farmiga is norma Bates because you don't really get to see her story Nesta Carbonell, I mean, he's in Lost. I was going to uh, say, that name, I recognise <laughs> it. I can't think for the life of me who he is. He looks like Anthony Perkins as well. <laughs> who looks like Anthony Perkins in Lost? <laughs> the best thing is, I'll send you a video after, or if anybody that's listening does want to watch this video, type in Bates Motel Auditions. It's like a parody video from after season one. And they have Vera Farmiga, um, Freddie Highmore, Olivia Cook, Nesta Carbonell, all like auditioning for their roles, like coming on and reading for the parts. And Nesta Carbonell comes out saying, I'm reading for Norman Bates because I look like Anthony Perkins. And he takes off his jacket and he's wearing just a T-shirt, a white T-shirt, and it says, I was on Lost. (laughs) (laughs) And and it basically makes a line, he just says, you know I was on Lost. Um, but it's just a, it's a great TV show. Like I said, the, the deterioration of the character of Norman Bates throughout the series and the role of mother in it, uh, as obviously Vera Farmiga, it, and the way she, you see why he becomes the way he is in the film Psycho. And then, like I said, halfway through season five, you'll have the shower scene and some of the actions from Psycho and then it goes off its off its own and concludes in its own way which is different from the Psycho film um, and like I said it's it's something completely different something that you wouldn't expect to be good because it's on A&E <laughs> in America like A&E is that all right fair enough but it's so good and it's probably one of the most underrated TV shows ever made Oh, again, another bold statement on that one. I said probably one of the most, whereas Dexter is the greatest TV show. (laughs) Oh, I've dropped my my thing. My my knife's trying to stab me. Um, I mean, you're going to disagree. I mean, I'm sure you've got your own favourites. Well, I have. um, I think if anyone has, you know, had a look at the Instagram, um, they may have already seen some pictures from our uh, favourite our favourites at least, so you might have had a heads up, but my is Hannibal. Oh, look at the picture, pictures in there. So sorry if you're listening, but if you want to look on YouTube, it's in the video. It's a picture of Mad Milkerson with a with a skull. With like, a skull. Yeah. I mean I'm a big I'm a I'm a big I'm a big Hannibal Lecter, Sansa Lambs, the whole the whole Thomas Harris like universe fan. I have a Hannibal Lecter like universe tattoo on my leg that has bits from the TV show, the films, and the books like all in piece, like one piece. Um, I, I I love Hannibal. I think it's fantastic. I think the thing with the TV show is that some of the the filming is so beautiful. There's there's an art to it and I think that kind of comes through in in the you know it comes through in the food the the just the costume the set design everything it's such a pretty show that you almost forget that this man is eating people <laughs> <laughs> but you don't but you almost do because it, it, it you sometimes you look at the food and you're like damn it looks good and then you're like oh no 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 that's that's a human it's, leg it's, 
I know we're not going to talk about as much because I count it more as a comedy rather than a horror, but it's like high zombie. Like, how good does it look like to eat brains like when she's frying it up into like stir fries and stuff? They shouldn't make it look this good, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I think, I think as well is that the depth of the character in of of Hannibal Lecter in the TV series is amazing. I think I absolutely love. Anthony Hopkins, I love him as Hannibal Lecter, but we also need to like remember that you know this is a a, a European gentleman that's like come literally from a great background. I guess I'm probably going in a bit too much detail in the background if you've not read the books, but you know a nice wealthy family, you know good homes, home life, has a horrendous childhood a very brief moment in time during the war and then that kind of like builds him into this person that he is today um and it's just that constant reminder of you know it could literally be the most normal person that is the prime suspect but you don't even realize but poor poor old will he had a right bloody bad time during these tv series poor guy but um i like there was yeah you can ask, ask your question. I was going to say, I've only seen maybe series one or half a season one. I can't remember. I do I do own it because, you know, I am a hoarder to a degree, um, as you've seen. <laughs> but it's, um, is it Brian Darcy? Is that who it is that plays Will? Hugh, Hugh, Dance, Hugh Dancy. Hugh Dancy. That's the one. Yeah. It's, um, I was going to ask, who is your favourite Hannibal? I know you kind of said that it goes a little bit more in depth with Ms. Matt Nicholson, but there was others that people may not know. Obviously, you've got Red Dragon, there... and you've also got the. Um, there's a fourth one. So there one. is, there is, there's four. So Manhunter. there's, there's, there's the gentleman from Manhunter. I can't remember the actor Brian from Cox. Manhunter. So oh yeah, of course. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Of Dolomite in Manhunter, not not Hannibal. <laughs> Ignore me. So yeah, so there's there's Brian Cox. Um, then there's there's um Anthony Hopkins. There's Mads Mikkelsen, and then you have Gaspar Ueli. I, I probably have butchered his last name. He's actually a model for the most part. He's not really an actor. Um, but I th- ah. I really think it's kind of a, a mix between Anthony Hopkins and uh, Mads Mikkelsen. I think Mads Mikkelsen slightly pips the post on Anthony Hopkins, just purely because there is that kind of the, the attention to detail of like, depth. yeah, and, and depth. And then, you know, like, like you know, um, actual like historical backgrounds in, in Mads Mikkelsen's, you know, where he's from and all that sort of stuff. But um yeah, Anthony Hopkins is just your f- he's he's always everyone's first, really, like Hannibal Lecter in E, so he's gotta have a special place in your heart. Yeah. I do, do he, love him. A question because I haven't watched it, I, I doubt it's a spoiler because I don't think Hannibal goes into Silence of the Lambs, does it? So he doesn't say the famous lines of like, I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Like, so nothing nothing in particular because obviously it's it's the lead up to his incarceration so similar to like the Bates Motel it's the lead up to what we know from the films it's the lead up to his incarceration there is essentially it fills in the gap between um Hannibal Rising which is his his childhood and Red Dragon where we meet him with um with um Great with like obviously Will Graham, um. So there's like that gap. This is what that filler is, um. So it's he doesn't have quite. I don't think he ever gets around to saying those iconic lines. Though he has so many of his own anyway, um. He's just it's quite poetic for the most part. Some of the writing again probably shouldn't be making people like a cannibal quite as much as people do like Hannibal Lecter, but yeah, he, yeah. He holds a special place in my heart. I don't think he'd eat me. I don't think I'd be good enough meat, to be completely honest with you. I don't eat well enough. <laughs> so you said that you had a few. So Hannibal was your favourite. What else is there? I do have another picture yeah. on here, so I'm going to hopefully... So I... Oh, I might not, though. You oh, will. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sure kind of like worried now. 
I don't think I will now because mine are a bit obscure. <laughs> so um, I'm kind of just going to like run off a couple of them just to, to, to like get the idea. Um, so I like a lot of like horror slash murder mystery TV shows. That's kind of like what I'm I, like my aesthetic kind of moves towards. Um, Harper's Island, the murder mystery sort of you never never seen it. Not the picture I have. No, Shut not. up. No, it's not. Oh my god, I was about to say. I was like, wow, massive friendship points if you if you had Harper's Island as a picture. Um Harper's Island is great. I think it's again, it's 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 a very it's an you know, it's not based on anything, it's a it's a an original to an extent concept. Um people from this island where there was a a, a mass tragedy where multiple people died um the some of the kids leave the island to then end up going back for a wedding um like seven years later and then the wedding party start mysteriously getting killed off episode by episode and it kind of leads you to well if it's only just started happening now why is this um so i i really liked it um um, my friend Lisa, who actually is probably a, a friend in common with you as well, she she introduced me to Harper's Island um, when I first started working with her at Pleasure Beach. So I, it's, it kind of goes into my childhood, but more of my teenage years. And I have watched it to death. I've watched it so many times. I made Ed watch it. Um, I think it's great. I still, I, yeah, the, the end, fantastic. Um, that's a brief whistle-stop store. Whistle-stop store of that. <laughs> Um, my next one. I don't. That, that isn't. I don't think this is going to be a picture either. It's Dead Set. It is. Davina no, McCall's Dead Set. Yeah, it's Davina McCall's Dead Set. I've, I've I, seen it, but it's not the picture. I have. It's not the picture. <laughs> but I, I love Dead Set. So obviously, at the time that Dead Set came out, is that Big Brother was quite a standard thing. You know, it, you know, it, it brought in so many views. I was never really massively into Big Brother, though, as much. I, I know too much pop culture to say that I never watched it. I must have watched Where it. Is she? Literally, like Nikki Graham. Everybody Graham's... watched that season. Oh, yeah. I think that's the only thing that anybody fair, watched. But... That's that's true, actually. And then, but I don't really. I'm not really fussed about Big Brother the concept anyway. But what about if you were locked in the Big Brother house when there was a zombie apocalypse? That I can get behind, and I th and it was very good. It was a very short season. Um, I don't think this is as big a thing in America because it was a British-made TV um, series. It was only like five episodes. I have it on DVD. It was great. Davina McCall as a zombie horror acting debut. She did fantastic. What can I say? Um, I have one more, but I don't think you'll. I don't think you'll have it either because I want to well, talk about. I'd be very it. surprised then if you if you're not going to talk about. Well. It. I think I'm going to talk about it in a different section, which is the next bit. But okay. I don't know. My last one was going to be Mindhunter. Okay. So I might. It's the picture I have. No, it's not. You can't take the joke every time because I'm not going to believe you when it comes. It up. all happens in Rule of Three. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, Manhunt, uh, Mindhunter. Um, I, th I thought it was brilliant. Um, I still need to watch the second season. Don't hate me. To finish the first. <laughs> well, it took me a, it took me a while because I kept stopping and starting and stopping and starting. But once I actually sat down and watched like the big chunk of it at the end, really, really enjoyed it. I think the thing that brought me in the most is I'm really interested in true crime anyway. So these literal portrayals of these notorious killers, I found extremely interesting. I think the actors that played these horrendous people did fantastic jobs of you know just really embodying that and hopefully i hope that stig stigma doesn't stick with them because sometimes <laughs> you kind of get typecasted as certain things i hope that doesn't stick for them um but yeah they were my other favorites so we'll transition on to recent horror but i think when we talk about horror tv shows we have to mention american horror story yes i mean even if all the seasons aren't that great I still haven't watched Freak Show because I've heard it's awful, but I've watched every other season. You're going to say it's your favourite now, aren't you? No, I'm not because I didn't watch. I stopped watching after Coven because 
I got I got to like the first two episodes of Freak Show and I was like, this is rubbish. I can't take, I can't be bothered with it. You skip but, it. That's the best thing about it. It's anthology. But, but again, like this is going back to that thing I was saying about Dexter. Even if I don't like it, I have to watch every episode. I have to do it. I have to. It's 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 the bullet journaling, like scoring off in your watch list person in me. I have to. I'm an achievement hunter by choice, but it also feeds into TV shows. <laughs> I need to watch it. Um, but it's the concept would be my favourite. The execution wasn't fussed. I didn't. It wasn't one way or what, another for just me. Just freak show. Just or... freak show. That yeah. that theme possibly could have been the best theme for me, Freak Show, but no, do, I didn't do you know, like do you know? Do you know any of the other themes from the future seasons? Yes, I know. I'm currently watching Hotel. I know I know everything that happens in pretty much all the other seasons, just from watching spoilers. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I know I know the Because like, 1984, like, that's definitely up your alley. So that's the only one I don't really know much about. That's Good, the only one. It's just basically, a, it's like a slasher film. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I feel like that would probably be my favourite one, to be fair. But I do really like Hotel. Everyone says that's really bad, but I do like Hotel. Lady Gaga's all right. I love Matt Bomer, so I, I'm just happy to see Matt Bomer and stuff. I don't... The only thing that I have with Hotel is that too many of the leading men, I get confused. But they, they all look very, very similar. They've all got dark hair. They've all got amazing bone structure. <laughs> if you're not Finn Whitrock, I don't know which one you are. That's Finn Whitrock's the only one that I know for sure because he's got the crazy mohawk. Other than yeah. that, I, I get mixed up with who the actual actors are. I know who the characters are, but I get conf I get mixed up because especially because Ryan Murphy reuses a lot of the same actors in all of his different shows, Glee, the the True Crime Story series. I get confused very easily. Mm. But, yeah. but I thought I thought when we talked about horror, we can't just overlook American Horror Stories. I think for mainly for the mainstream audience i think american horror yeah. Story will be the main one that they watch because it is massive it's gone on for what season 10 starts soon they've just announced it's going to be a spin-off in august on hulu exclusive for american horror stories which would be similar to Freddy's nightmares and stuff that we we're talking mm. about before where they're just doing little stories like twilight zone they like kind of little stories and have you watched yeah. is it room 187 i can't remember what it's called now room two it's um it's by the Duplass brothers and it's just basically loads of different oh, I like, like them. Yeah, it's just different stuff. Is it room two four I can't, I can't even think now. Um the the Duplass brothers. How do you know the Duplass brothers? I know the name and I feel like off the top of my head I can't tell you what creep. I know them from. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what I, know. yeah. I just I saw say, that they do creep. creep, I was like, there you go. Um, room one oh four it was, yeah. And it's just basically room 104 is just loads of different stories but every story revolves around this room near an airport mm. and every episode is in this hotel room and they've got all different actors that come in and all different stories some of them are like scary well, there's one of the best episodes of that it's not horror uh but it's um all silent it's just basically all ballet dancing and stuff like that the whole story is told through ballet dance really really good i haven't finished it but there's a michael shannon episode which is really good as well um but you get like big actors in it as well uh, but i think yeah if you'd asked me about favorite horror show when i was in when i was about 16 17 in the depths of my tumblr like addiction Tumblr. then american horror story would have been probably the one that i would have brought out i think because season one is amazing though like murder house season... is... i i personally really really enjoy Murder House. I've watched Murder House the most and I have it on DVD. That's probably why I watched it the most. Um, and I think it is my favourite, but only because Asylum Season 2 would be my favourite if it didn't have anything to do with aliens. Why did it have to have aliens in it? Hmm? Yeah. No need. If it didn't have that, fine. Favourite. Yeah, just one of those. It's just like, I know, let's take a left turn here. you got the banana, 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 banana. A banana, 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 banana. Yeah, and then, and then you have aliens. But everyone says Coven is, is their favourite for the main majority of them all. And if you, I'm sure you know, like, there is like a slight reunion in Apocalypse. Like, Apocalypse yes, I know, I has, yes. has weaving stories throughout all of all of them. Which yeah. is really, really good. Like, I love stuff like that. And like I said, they were re 
playing the characters from Coven as well. I feel like Sarah Paulson was playing four characters in that season. See, this is the <laughs> thing, like, I think my... It depends on if I like a season or not, on how much I like Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters' as characters in it. Those are That's the bar to be set, to be fair, which I think is why Asylum does it so well for me. It just then had to go off on Aliens, and I don't know why it did, but it did. Um, so, yeah, I think that's why that one... But, yeah, there's a lot There's a lot to cover with American Horror Story. I was just say, Evan Peters something... is really good in Hotel, playing the end. Well, yeah, he's only just come in from where I'm up to now, but, but um, yes, he's currently my favourite character in that season. He's Absolutely. pretty good in Election Night as well. I can't remember what called. Cult. Yeah, he is cult, that's the one, yeah. Like, he's, he's like, Evan Peters is the best one out of all of them, I would say, like. Because there's one season he missed. I can't remember which one it was. But I, I'd say Evan Peters. Like, the whole show revolves around Sarah Paulson. But like I was going to say, I was is, like, Sarah Paulson. is the best character. Like, when he's in it, he can elevate it to, like, like the characters that he plays are really good. Yeah, true, true. Um, so, but yeah, uh, what about recent horror TV show for you? Recent horror? I'm rewatching Dexter, so does that count? No, we're talking about more recent release. And don't say the new season of Dexter because it's not out yet. I can't wait for that. That's the main reason <laughs> we're watching. We're rewatching it. Um, I'll be completely honest. I don't think there has been a lot. I'm trying. I'm trying. Like, like I could. Like, my mind just come completely blank, and I'm forgetting stuff. Like, so Room One Hundred Four. That was twenty seventeen. That's still going. Uh, that was that was really good from the ones that I've watched. Um, and then stuff like American Horror Story is still going. Supernatural just finished last year. Like that started getting stronger again towards the end. Um, and I'm trying to think of anything that I've recently watched that I really enjoyed. That was horror. Screen Queens was, was really good, and that's kind of going back a few years. Um, but I know what yours are. You get a sad face now because <laughs> if, if it's what saying, I think it is, I haven't watched it. Uh, well, this makes me sad because you're saying all of these like made for longevity shows, um, which sometimes I think makes it culpable to filler episodes, and that just makes me like. Hmm. So my pick is gonna be Haunting a Hill House. That's the picture I have. No, it's not. No, it's <laughs> not. It is. I do have the other one hiding behind there, Bly Manor as well. But there well, you know. yeah, that's Bly hiding Manor behind can... the little graphics. Yeah. So I love Haunting a Hill House. I have watched Haunting in Hell ha- Haunting of Hill House five times, to- four times, and I'm thinking of rewatching it again for a fifth, just because, like. I just love it so much and it's very emotive it makes me sad but it I, I yeah it just makes me sad and it's got a fantastic cast that you just can't it, it, it's it's again it's 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 that uh, you know that like Mike Flanagan fantastic cinematography you know filming directing actors and then Blind Manor I wouldn't necessarily say it is horror. It has horror tropes in it, horror horror I- like ideas in it. I don't necessarily. I thought think it was perfectly splendid. It's perfectly splendid. Yes. Um. It's it's very much more a. It's more of like a dark, like gothic love story more than anything. Um. And it just yeah. I watched it all in one day, Blind Manor, and I was an, a mess at the end of it but a lot of people didn't like Bly Manor a lot of people didn't and I think it was because Haunting a Hill House unfortunately had set the ba- the bar so high with like jump yeah. scares and just some unsettling imagery and things like that that I think Bly Manor was always going to have to be literally amazing superseding to 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 outbeat it but you should watch it you should definitely watch Haunting a Hill House I do really want to, I'm just going through, I've got an app called TV Time because you know how much TV I, I watch. I'm trying to go through <laughs> some of the most recent TV stuff, stuff like, earlier stuff like Ghost of Spring, True Calling, like, they were great. Um, Never really got on it. To be fair, Reaper, Ghost Whisperer gets, gets, uh, oh, I liked Reaper though, actually. Yeah. I did like Reaper. 
and I'm just just going through like most recently again I haven't watched them all so I can't really talk about them but I'm sure you probably have um or may- maybe I don't know maybe um, like do you count Santa Clarita diet I haven't finished it it's got horror elements but then again it's it's where do you draw the line at a horror tv show because in theory you could say that twin peaks has horror elements but i wouldn't class it as a horror tv Mm. show yeah uh the exorcist tv show i've watched series one of that that was really good never seen it Uh, and that's kind of more of a mini series um like i said i enjoyed that i haven't finished castle rock like you would love castle rock not watched that either yet you know what castle rock is though yeah i know what castle rock is but um i think this is something that you are definitely you are a good mix of film and tv but you watch more tv than i do and my tv viewing is never on time i i'm only just getting around to watching schitt's creek for the first time same like i've just finished series one (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm two episodes away from finishing season one. But anyway, that's a different podcast. Um, so things like um, I, I, I watched a, a couple of, like last week, week before I finished um, American Crime Story, the assassination of uh, Giuliani yeah. Versace. Um, and I really, really liked that, considering like the OJ one as well. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I'm like, what, five years too late to the party for some but of these? But to be fair, I mean, you're upstate, they still haven't made the next one yet so you're not behind Uh, but again this is the thing with with um what's he called ryan murphy Uh, all of his shows are just anthologies like you don't have you could watch that one and then watch oj you could watch so they're not really in all the same american always so you can watch them in any order it doesn't matter i mean you say that there is little bits of i was gonna say this later on when i think after you get to season once you get to season four, I think that's where the point where it starts to get, you have to kind of watch Crossover. them in, yeah, yeah, you have to kind of watch them in order, or at least watch the first four seasons before you watch, like, later, the latest yeah, season. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure there is some freak show elements mm. later on mm. in, like, in the seasons, because like I said, Apocalypse crossovers basically every season. But it's just that clown. I've seen that clown. I know. I know he's from Freak Show, so that's all you need to know. Really. Twisty, twisty. He's very. Twisty he is very. Clown. See, and this is. I think this is the, the sort of thing of these TV horror shows kind of utilize a lot of like quite generic fears. So things like clowns, and it puts people off, like massively with these sorts of things. And then I think something with like. Um, horror TV shows as well is that it's very hard to have a, an original concept nowadays because there is so much to, to, oh, that's already been made that you would kind of work on. So, um, you know, like Hunt the Hill House based on the the, um, the book and things like that. So, yeah, I guess it's kind of just like, what would you want to see going forward? What would you like to see going forward? And she says that she's not even like you don't even like public speaking. And you look at these transitions that you can pull out of there now. So that is the question. Which horror movie or franchise would you like to see as a TV show? We've already had Scream as a TV show. I don't know if you count Nightmare on Elm Street because it had Freddy's Nightmares, technically. It was the character, but not the story. Um, I'm trying to think of what Exorcist has become one now as well. Uh, which, like I said, it's still in the same like universe because Linda Blair comes back as Reagan late in like the end of series one, and oh. um, so yeah, you've got her coming back as that. I'm trying to think, is there any of us that I'm forgetting? Um, that... so there is Hannibal, but there also is Clarice, uh, the like Agent Stalin TV series mm-hmm. that's just happened as well. Um, you also have things that. There's, well, there's, there's things in the pipeline that are coming up as well. Um, yeah, I know he did last summer's coming out soon. There's a Hellraiser TV show in the works as well. Yeah. Mm. See what I'd, I'd really like to see? It's kind of... kind of already... Oh, my God. We're going all the way back to the start now. Cause I was oh, no! Say, <laughs> like, when, we talk, when you talk about horror and stuff, like Urban Legend, like Urban Legend is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the film. And that would be a great TV show. But then I'm like, well, it's all about creepy pastors. And then it's like, no, my early memories are you afraid of the dark? 
Oh, I didn't even. Oh, I had another wild card from TV shows. What? I was gonna say the channels the like the channel zero. Channel zero. Uh, I've seen I've seen an episode or two of that. So I I watched Candle Cove that season all in one go. That was amazing. That weird again, little pirate thing on the TV, isn't it? Or something. Yeah, yeah I, it, I watched half of that season. It builds upon, like you say, like with with Urban Legends. So I think it it's it depends how you want to go. Like you know, like Urban Legends, Creepy Pastas. There's a lot of content out there, and sometimes it's just not done very well, especially around creepy pastas. And I think that's what puts people off a lot from like exploring it as a viable option. It just needs yeah, to be done right. Because they did the Slender Man movie. I haven't seen it. I've seen the documentary Beware the Slender Man, which mm. is good about the two girls that killed this other girl because the Slender Man sold her to. Him. But um, they didn't kill her, did they? They stabbed her like twenty times. Yeah, she survived. I'm sure. Did she? They got arrested for it, though, didn't they? They did. They both got arrested for it, yes. Yeah, fair enough. I just meant, like you said, um, but I haven't seen the movie. I don't know if you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that kind of, like, goes along. I'd love to see it done well, like Creepypastas. Um, and then, like I said, I know what you did last summer. will be coming out soon. Uh, I know Amazon have greenlit that. So whenever that comes out on Amazon, that, that should be exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of... Anything else? What What would you like to see? So, I don't know whether. So, I, I I've been thinking about this question um a bit today and like the last couple of days because I I really don't know because I'm not a massive TV show person. I don't. I'm not really too fussed. But um, just thinking about it this today, I was thinking maybe I would want to see um so. Um, like Silent Hill, the Silent Hill. Here she goes again. Here she goes again with Silent Hill. I know, I know, I know. But not only the games, there's also like comics that that support like uh, sort of like little stories of people that have wandered into to Silent Hill and things like that. And I think the premise of you know the different um, the different games give you different perceptions of what Silent Hill is. We don't really have that like true vision of what it is so i think a tv series could could investigate that more i think even if it was kind of like you know a season is following similar to episode hbo well yeah just something like that and it's like you know maybe maybe there's a storyline where it's like a flashback of like when the this the city was like the town was still being used maybe to someone in modern day you know stuff like that but um but that i silent hill again it's very niche i know we're not talking about it but because you kind of talked about games, it reminded me. Obviously, HBO are doing The Last of Us as a TV show, yeah. and it's kind of similar to that. Like HBO are doing it ten episodes. Like Last of Us, like I said, I've got it tattooed on me. <laughs> like Last of Us, because I love it so much. But my other one, I just thought, what I'd love to see. Don't know how it would work, but how good would a good guys doll TV show be, Chucky? Would it though? So this is the thing, it's like, because obviously Chucky is one instance of the dolls. Mm-hmm. So how would you, what would that be, that the doll would end up, like, infiltrating other people's houses, that there was maybe something that was kind of more along the lines of the the, the newer sort of re where it's kind of like a malfunction, and we have like a, a small, like, toy soldiers situation going on. How you, that's, yeah. it's how would you, you do it? I've I've watched the remake. Mm-hmm. Is is it a malfunction that it happens in the remake? It's to do with the programming. Yeah. So yeah. I think that that's probably the way it would have to be. Whereas in the original, it's... a serial killer dies and his spirit goes in the doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's what I mean. So like, if you were going to, if you were trying to do it from that perspective, it makes it a bit hard because you're kind of like limited to that one doll. But if it is like a malfunction thing. You kind of go down that you you open up more of a how it you know how it affects different places, different houses, things like that. I'd love to see a Small Soldiers TV show. Just saying, Small Soldiers is great. Love that film. <laughs> love that film. It's a great film. Obsessed with it. It's great. I want I want an Archer. I want Gorgonite. We dolls. are Gorgonite. 
I want them, but they're so expensive, man. Because <laughs> they're obviously very niche nowadays. Well, that's the thing. I I, have to, I check every year. Like the one thing I always want is a a Turbo Man doll from Jingle All the Way. You can't get them anymore. Or they're like five hundred pounds. I'm like, sure if you ask the right person, they'd probably make you one, but it'd be very expensive. Yeah, but you want the Turbo Man doll from the from the nineteen ninety six film Jingle All the Way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that one. <laughs> That Anakin Skywalker held in his hand. <laughs> I've just realised I've got Pyramid Head next to me. I've no, just been just just Silent Hill everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> just, just playing with it. I'm pretty sure everybody listening enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I have a small but... crocheted uh, Pyramid Head doll for people that would like to know. There you go. You can always check that out on YouTube and have a little one, I'm sure. You'll probably post it on Instagram. I was going to say, you might even see a picture of him on Instagram. He's my little mascot. So. But I think it would be interesting to see. Like, I've, I've only seen Silent Hill, the film. There's so much in-depth that you probably could do in a TV show about the town's history or the characters as well. Mm. But, but yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of a difficult one because... It's the thing with Hollywood is nothing's original anymore. They're always trying to remake or rehash stuff. So exactly. I just thought I'd ask that question if there was anything I could think of. We'll probably go off air and think about 10 more, but I just in the moment couldn't think. But for me, maybe something like Child's Play, you go for Silent Hill. Um, I mean, like I said, Scream is okay. I, I enjoyed parts of it, um, but... Yeah. It's one of those things, isn't it? Is that if it's something that you really, really, really enjoy as a film, it the TV show has to hit a certain standard. And, and Saw's going to be a TV show. Is it? Even they've I didn't know that one. They've announced Saw 10 and a spin off TV show as well. So Saw 10 could be Spiral 2 or a John Kramer story. The spin off hasn't been told what it's going to be. I'm not going to lie. But I'd prefer, I'd prefer the spin-off TV show to be Spiral. Yeah. And that would make more sense of... with the chase and everything that's going on due to the conclusion of the film. Yeah. But needs, Saw needs to be John Craner for me. Yeah, I, I absolutely had no problem with Spiral at all. I think the problem with... We've gone off completely off topic here. But, that's that's um, what we do. We're wrapping so, up. We're wrapping up. <laughs> but the story, the story with Saw is that after the hit or miss that it was Jigsaw, it really needs to kind of bring it back to bring people back into the, the original storyline, if that makes sense. Because it kind of it kind of made things a bit confusing and or pointless. There were some gaps. There were some just, gaps. I mean, everybody raves about how great Marvel is and stuff like that. I mean, let's just do a Marvel. Let's open up a multiverse. Bring John Kramer back to life. Back to, just bring him back <laughs> just bring him back from a different dimension and basically just let let the torture begin basically <laughs> and, let the games begin and on that note make sure to follow us on instagram and facebook at bloody brilliant podcast and um, we'll have everything on there you can see our schedule we are we will be watching happy death day over the next two weeks, I will be re-watching it. I have seen it, Emma has not. Wrong way, Emma has not. <laughs> um, so we will be talking about Happy Death Day, and then we'll have another episode of us just chatting stuff. Um, trying not to swear, but there you go. And then after that, Emma chose the film, which is? Um, it's The Descent. Yes. But so. we might have, depending, we might have a different topic in between those, so... Our usual rotor is film review, general yeah. chit chat like today, then film review. But if you go to Instagram, you'll get schedule. Exactly. Checking out at Bloody Brilliant Podcast on Instagram. You can send us your questions, like, comment, subscribe. Thank you, everybody, for listening or watching. Happy days.